0: Hello and thank you for listening to episode 523 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is another of our interview shows. And in this one, it is my absolute pleasure to spend some time chatting with director Jake West all about the documentary Mancunian Man, The Legendary Life of Cliff Twemlow. Now I know what you may be thinking. You may be thinking, what is this documentary? Who is Cliff Twemlow? Well, first of all, go to our website and have a read of the review that I wrote of this amazing documentary. When you've read that, it'll give you a bit of an idea of what it's like. And then come back and listen to my little chat with Jake. Now, I will preface this with saying I was scheduled to have 20 minutes with Jake. The technical gremlins have been running wild at 60MW Towers over the last week, as you'll find out when it gets to the release of the entertainment show with myself and Chris. So uh, I missed the first five minutes while I was frantically trying to get things fixed. Uh, There were a few audio issues when I talked. It cut Jake off and vice versa. Um, So I fixed those as best that I can. Um, But I have got fingers, toes and everything else crossed that we can get Jake back on the show in 2024 and have a little chat about all the other projects that he's already done. And the projects that are lined up for the future, Um, because as you'll hear, he is a great guest, very engaging. So please sit back, relax and get comfortable as I spend some time chatting with Jake West. I've got to tell you, Jake, I absolutely loved the documentary. I put in my review, I think I put something along the lines of it's bound to be like in my top five documentaries of the year. It'll at least be in the top three. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic! I think, oh, it, well, he, I think it might be number it. one. <laughs> I think it might be. I think it might be number one. I've not stopped thinking about it. It's a sign of a sign of a good documentary. I watched it in August, and honestly, I have not stopped thinking about it. It was. I loved it. It's oh, I just like tuck it all in, and I got. It was one of those documentaries, the type that I love, where it just sent me down a rabbit hole that I didn't know existed.
1: <laughs> and I've, got, I've had a lot of people that have said to me big, after they've seen it, and one of the reasons for that is, and this is one of the, the powerful things about this documentary, is it's because it's about somebody you, nobody really knows that much about. Yeah. And yeah. also, he's so interesting, and he's so oh. he's so. In life and he did so many things with his life that it's just unexpected and that's but but also one of the weird things about this documentary as well because it's about somebody it's called mancunian man legendary life cliff twemlow a lot of people because they don't know who cliff twemlow is it kind of not puts them off but they're much more reticent to watch something if they if it was james dean or marilyn yeah marilyn you know but they actually but they know the beats of those those people's stories whereas with cliff go in knowing nothing or perhaps you've seen gbh but that's about it so it's it's a it's a kind of um, surprise i would say that 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 is and and it's very immersive because he did so many different things in his life so i think it's like a sort of whirlpool that sucks you in (laughs) (laughs)
0: it is it is because i i thought oh yeah this sounds really interesting just reading the synopsis of it and then like you said there's so many surprises I was like, holy hell, he did that. And he did that. And why he did that as well. Exactly.
1: When I was researching it, I was exactly the same. It's kind of like, I knew about GBH because we had done the video analysis set before. Yeah. I, I knew about Cliff because of GBH. And we'd heard from CP Lee, who we interviewed at the time, about uh, he had, who had written the book, The Lost World of Cliff Twimlow. Twimlo. And he was the one that told us about all these other films that Cliff had done. And, oh. and we, me and myself and Mark Morris, I worked with uh, Nucleus Films. We didn't know half of these films because a lot of them hadn't been finished properly or then never got released. So it's kind of like, all of a sudden, we were aware of this kind of underbelly of all this Cliff stuff that nobody else knew <laughs> about. So we thought, well, this is fascinating. And then finding more and more out about him, it became even better and better and better. It's kind of like the fish that started this big became yeah. that big. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> for the pipe. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so it, it was kind of like as you are doing the research it was a story that kept on giving and it and once we started seeing the films and getting onto the archive and it was just sort of mind-blowingly brilliant stuff so it just kind of snowballed and became this bigger thing
0: really what was what was the thing that that surprised you the most when you were doing your research and you come across something and and you went oh my god i never knew that and it was a, the, one of the well, biggest well, shocks
1: well, i think it was the, i think it was the pike that made me sort of chuckle the most because he, yeah. i knew because when i was in the research when, when i i found out oh he wrote a novel called the pike yeah. <laughs> Oh, he built a robot fish <laughs> for it, <laughs> and then they test it. And Joan Collins was in it, and it's kind of oh. like what? what? And it can continue to be like that. Yeah. But every, every film, there's some kind of story which just makes you just makes you piss yourself with laughter because <laughs> because each film has some crazy thing in it, whether it's a vehicle or a person, or there's always something that that seems to happen with Cliff that that just makes it. It's it's like each each bit of his life has brilliant anecdotes to it do you know what I mean <laughs> it,
0: it seems like his life had like didn't even have a boring day in it, <laughs> it was like exactly. he just kept but, himself it, so busy
1: he was kind of like the gift that kept on giving um you know I mean just 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 to put it into focus I mean a number of people have said oh you know well two hours is quite a long time for a documentary and it's kind of like well yeah you're right it's quite a long time but this does cover his whole life and all of the films he did. It's not just about one thing. Um, um, well, what he did is really really interesting. But my my first edit of the film was over four hours long. Wow. There a great stories in that that aren't in this. So I had to you know I had to whittle it down to make it to <laughs> it still. So so for me two hours is like the, the minimum I could get it to yeah. to, to really really do justice to the material i thought so you know that's the thing about cliff because there's so much that happened to him there's so much to tell to, to tell really
0: <laughs> oh i mean please tell me there's going to be a blu-ray release with that four hour cut on it as well, well.
1: well, the, well the i don't think i'm not sure you ever got the full the full four hour cut just because uh, but i but there will certainly be a lot a whole bunch of those deleted scenes so you oh, might get lovely you know, but but the main documentary will be released as the Severin clip because that's been sound mixed and color graded and all the rest of it. So, but I will put some deleted scenes on as well. And
0: plan
1: yeah. is to release a bunch of Cliff's movies alongside the documentary. So oh. that's going to be what you know. Severin specialises in these amazing box sets, yeah. so going to be one of those great collections. And that will be announced. You know, um, probably towards the end of the year, early next year and hopefully we'll be coming out first second quarter but we've, we've we've been assimilating all the materials and getting everything together so and they've got to you know get all the licenses and stuff yeah. sorted out yeah but that is coming and as soon as as soon as we know half dates it'll be announced on social media you know check out severin's page or my facebook page but there will be an official release as soon as we know that all of that's confirmed but that is coming so this is this is just the beginning of the twemlow oh, wave my
0: god jake you have just given me an early christmas present right there honestly <laughs> maybe next Christmas
1: by the time you get it but, oh,
0: um, just the news of it is enough for me know, <laughs> <be>. <laughs> oh yeah I can't wait for it and what how long did it take you to put the all this together like you said because there's so well, much well, in it
1: this was three years Whoa. three years and and the, not that I was working on it every single day for three years yeah. but we we had to track track a lot of people down that worked with cliff and then you know they just sometimes finding people took a long time yeah then yeah. setting to film them and all the rest of it. So, but you know, we interviewed like you know over thirty people for yeah. this. So, and going up and down the country and wherever they were. Or and then some of those people, unfortunately, some of them had died and are no longer with us. Yeah. We managed to Mark Morris managed to track down a filmmaker that had started a cliff documentary. For, this is quite a cliff story in itself. A guy called Stephen Crompton, a British filmmaker, who now lives in the States. He had started a cliff documentary about fourteen years ago but then he had run out of money and never completed it. <laughs> it just, you know. But he had interviewed a couple of the people who we couldn't get hold of. Um, one of them was Brett Sinclair, because he's dead, mm. and another one was Steve, Steve Powell, because Steve's older and he didn't want to do an interview. So we managed to get some interviews that are done. So that really was, but we never knew we were going to get hold of that footage. So oh, wow. in the Interviewed like Brett Sinclair's um, his his partner and his daughter, who's in some of the foot So we'd we and we got them talking a lot about Brett. But then in the end, we found some interview with Brett. So we managed to not have a certain need so much of them saying about what he'd done. Because you you always want the person to be able to speak for themselves. Oh um, yeah. And then it's just tracking down the archive and finding all the bits, and you know, so it's 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 a bit. It was a big edit, oh, yeah. <laughs> and refining it and refining it, and refining it to get it to that that thing to get that festival cut and everything ready. So that was really the the, the time. And we're now out of film festivals and taking it, been taking it around the world. We're just about to start another like UK leg. Yeah, we're doing the big Manchester screening, which mm-hmm. is a cult play on November November the twentieth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: which is um su- no sorry it's november the oh november november the 12th actually isn't it uh, hold on so I'm, I'm getting my dates mixed up it's sunday um, oh so it's sunday yeah no sunday november the 12th sorry to get this right so sunday november the 12th yeah. in manchester then we're going down to Abattoir Festival in Wales, which is, I believe it's screening on the Friday, the 17th. Then it's screening at Bristol at the Cube Cinema on the 20th. And then we're screening at the Derby Quad on the 24th. That's all in November. So if people are around any of those places, get yourself down to, to those. So, you know, we're, we're doing that. And then there may be a few more festivals later on yeah. um, in the early New Year. And then the release should be on the back of that.
0: Oh, yeah so, I mean for everybody I can heartily recommend you've got you've got to watch this you've got you've got to watch this and then I defy anybody who watches it to then not want to like I did go down that rabbit hole want to see Cliffs films which again is why I'm so delighted that they're gonna be released uh, next year which I mean when you were watching them so there was a lot of Cliffs films that you'd never seen before so you've yeah. you've now seen some of them.
1: I've seen I've, I've seen everything that exists.
0: Oh, <laughs> give me some little tasters, just some without giving too much away. A well, little well, tasters. I
1: mean, well, I mean I, I mean I love that, that there's different reasons to like them. Some, some of them obviously then they would never 100% finished, but there's edits of there's edits of everything. Yeah. So um but there's I, I really like um I am Satan, the one where he transforms into a path. foot <laughs> 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 it's just crazy. It's oh it, yeah. You know? but the original GBH is hilarious because you could see that they didn't really know what they were doing. But there's such a there's such a sense of sort of joy de vive from the actual performance, and they're all his mates and local bouncers yeah. and stuff. You can see they're really enjoying themselves. Um I think that um a beefer connection is fascinating because it is actually it's a it's a it's a film within a film and it's it's actually very meta. It's mm-hmm. actually very head of time. Um, so then you've got his James Bond ripoff, which is Eve Island, and the, the film that took them forever, and they forgot that she was a fine. <laughs> or the, rest of it. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the documentary and having researched it definitely makes enhances the experience of watching those films because Cliff isn't isn't Cliff isn't like an undiscovered Steven Spielberg. He's not. The, he's not the world's greatest filmmaker. <laughs> you have to be, You have to be attuned to a certain yeah. level of kind of. Cinema, low budget, kind of trash stuff to really arrow out of this stuff. And so, if you if you like that kind of stuff, and I think if you with the documentary, if you understand how Cliff did this, or in some cases failed to get to get them finished, you will enjoy them all the more because what they do do is they transport you back to a world that no longer exists. This is the true 1980s in Manchester. This is like this is what it was really like. This isn't the this isn't the Stranger Things homogenized. (laughs) Spielberging ing ret- retcon version of the 80s. This is the actual 80s yeah. in Britain, in England. And the fact that Cliff wanted to make Manchester, the hollywood of the north is, is fantastic and you, you your heart goes out to him and he's a, i think he's very inspiring because he really you know he, he he was very single-minded about wanting to to do this and you i, I think we sort of should doff our met- metaphorical cap across time time tim and say thank you
0: oh God. i mean yeah his passion and the whole the whole team that he put together the whole, their passion as well like shines through and in the 80s where i lived then i was only more oh, about twenty miles south of Manchester, and I used to drive into Manchester every weekend. So I was seeing things well, in this I as know, well. I, well. And <laughs> I know it was like, oh my god, we could have cross paths. <laughs> no, so that it just added that extra layer of just enjoyment well,
1: that, to that, it.
0: I've got to ask before we run out of time, Jake, as well. I mean, because I could talk to you for hours, but I've got to ask about you. I mean, what have you, what have you got planned? You've got these festival dates coming up. You've got the physical release of, of, of not just this amazing documentary, but Cliff's films as well. What yeah, else yeah, have right. you got?
1: Um, well, well, for me, I I, I also did, I, I directed, you know, I make narrative horror films as yes, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I did an anthology film which was unfit um, out in festivals last year called uh, midnight peep show
0: no i haven't seen that yet
1: but yeah that's that's an anthology movie that's getting its um proper kind of release streaming whatever should be coming out on february the 14th valentine's day oh, nice. um, and that's by dark star entertainment so i don't know if that's just north america or if it's going to be streaming it depends who it gets sold to but yeah but Mid- so I'll be finally coming out next year after playing festivals last year. So that's a sort of something that a lot of people have asked me about. Oh, I want to see your segment. So that's coming up, um, and I've been working on a werewolf film for the last X years, trying to get money for that, and then because of the pandemic and the rest of it. Yeah. So hopefully, I will be getting back into production on on making like a, a, a bigger budget, sort of a or a a, a bigger proper budget <laughs> sort of. <laughs> nice but we'll see because there's still a few hurdles to jump as yeah. there always is. um but i'd like to like to feel that i'd be getting back into production if not that i don't you know it'll be something else but there's always other bits from like nucleus that i run with mark morris we've got a few things in the pipeline but it's a bit too early to sort of talk about those um although we are going to be doing a kind of um f- we've remastered the original two original video analysis sets and all of the stuff up to hd and we're going to do a, do a blu-ray release of that oh. as part of the for the um, you know it's the 40 years of the VRA, Video Recordings Act next year. So that's going to be a special thing coming up. And then we've got a few exciting things to announce off the back of that. So there's there's plenty of things sort of in the pipeline about to rush through.
0: <laughs> that's awesome news. I mean, please come back on the show. You're welcome anytime. And we'll... Oh,
1: yeah, well, just let me know if you want to have a chat about any of those
0: things. Oh, we'll have... definitely. Because I'll, I'll, I'll be ordering pleasure. those. I'll be ordering those Blu-rays there as well. That's for sure.
1: Oh, fantastic! So yeah, so lots of exciting things to come (laughs) for sure.
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you, Jake. I'm just seeing the time; it's gone by in a flash (laughs) (laughs) with 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 no help (laughs) with me and the technology at the at the beginning. But yeah, definitely. Please come back on the show, and we can we can have a chat about everything else that you've got upcoming. It sounds uh, sounds amazing.
1: Thanks so much for having me on. And it's always, it always a pleasure to chat to people who are enthusiastic about, you know,
0: love stuff. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And again, just to finish off, go and watch union man. It's amazing. It's amazing. Good luck with the festival showings and uh, the physical release will help to promote that. And like I say, I'm going to order it as soon as I can.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. Well, like I say, keep your eye on the Severin page for official announcements, but all that stuff is coming and it will be, as soon as they've got everything locked down, it's going to be announced.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Jake. We'll talk again soon, most definitely.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Cheers.
0: And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you go out and watch Mancunian Man if you do, I'm releasing this show on Saturday the 11th of November. Now it gets its Manchester screening tomorrow the 12th of November at Cultplex. Then it plays the Abattoir Festival in Wales. That's on the 17th of November. Then the Bristol Cube Cinema on the 20th of November. And the Derby Quad on the 24th of November. And as you heard a Jake saying, it's going to get its digital release in early 2024 from Severin Films. Of which, yes, the Blu-ray will be an immediate pre-order for me. So again, thank you for listening. You know where to go for everything that we do. 60mw.co.uk, numerical 16, not alphabetical. Everything that we do is on there. The news, the reviews, the podcasts, the links to our social media. As I sit here today, I am staring at four folders on my desktop, each of which has a new episode to be released So prime your ears, there's a lot more coming at you from 60MW. Thank you for listening, tell your friends about us, and we will be back very soon with another show.